every moment of your life is this chance to do a redo. Mm. And it's like, God, when you think of it like that, like every moment of my life is this chance to do a, a redo and do it better. God, that's like really releasing. It's really, it releases energy. Welcome to the True Life Show, where we inspire your true performance. I'm your host, Kevin Miller. Today, we go behind the scenes with Eric Weinmayer, our featured guest in the previous show, number 504. Eric is one of the most celebrated and accomplished athletes in the world, and in 2001, became the only blind person in history to climb Mount Everest than all of the seven summits, the tallest peaks on each of the seven continents. His latest book is called No Barriers, A Blind Man's Journey to Kayak the Grand Canyon. It's more than an adventure story. It really illuminates how we move forward in our lives towards growth and purpose, despite the barriers that get in our way. And you'll hear in that show, 504, how he talks about we all have a handicap. Uh, but this is what we dug into in that previous interview with him is that book, that topic today. However, we go into the daily habits of Eric's success following the Ziegler wheel of life. You'll hear how Eric was able to donate a million dollars to his own charity last year and how he just turned 49 and in many ways is still figuring out what he wants to do with his life. You'll be really enlightened and inspired. So get uh, no barriers, get the book and connect with Eric at touch the top dot com. Today's show is brought to you in part by Grasshopper Virtual Phone Systems. If you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or even if you have a side gig, that just encompasses most all of our Ziggler audience, I think. Grasshopper is the entrepreneur's phone system. Grasshopper lets you send and receive calls and texts from your new business phone number. That way you can run your business from anywhere and respond to clients quickly with Grasshopper's mobile apps. You can be professional, responsive, and efficient with Grasshopper. So get your business phone number today. Go to grasshopper.com slash Ziggler. You'll get $20 off your first month. Well, here then we bring you Eric Weinmayer and his daily habits of success. All right, Eric, well, uh, jumping off your, your last show, of course, we heard a lot of good stuff that you do, but we're going to do the behind the scenes now on your habits, the Ziegler wheel of life, these seven areas and what your, whether it's daily or your just consistent habits are to strengthen and have success uh, in these areas, we want to know about them. First one that we dive off with, with I got to imagine is a big one for you, judging by your uh, the feats that you've done, is physical. What do you do to keep yourself well on a daily basis? Well, I have no like huge secrets or anything. I mean, I try to eat well. Um, I tried, you know, not to eat eat a ton of like simple carbohydrates and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, to eat a lot of fruits and vegetables and uh, to, you know, kind of have a light diet. Uh, and then because the, you know, the heavier you are, the harder it is to climb. Mm -hmm. And then I train a lot, you know, and it's, it's basic training. Honestly, it's, it's honestly a lot of time, you know, because every day you don't have time to get out in the mountains. So, um, uh, so a lot of time I'm just on a stairmaster, mm -hmm. uh, or doing CrossFit type stuff, uh, or on my, uh, stationary kayak machine or my stationary climbing machine. I have like a rotating climbing wall. It's called a tread wall, hmm. um, where you can climb and really go anaerobic on that. Um, what, when I'm training for a peak, I have to, I have to up that obviously. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll run to the tallest building in Denver with a huge pack on and, you know, my, um, 
my my sign that I'm uh, getting to where I need to go is um, when I feel like I'm going to throw up. I know, okay, that's that's the kind of training you need because you know in the mountains you're just you're pushing yourself to the to to your physical limit. So um, so yeah, you you know the the three or four months before uh, an expedition, that's where you go into serious training mode. So in that, in those time periods, do you, does your life depict that of, of, a, of, a, of an athlete, professional athlete, that that's what your primary focus 100%. is? is training? Okay. I envision myself climbing. I envision myself on that mountain. I envision myself reaching the summit. I envision myself if I don't train, um, endangering myself and my team and my family. So, you know, there's, there's two sides to that. You know, you can envision the positives and you can envision the, the bad things that could happen if you don't train. So yeah, for me, it becomes sort of easy because I know the, you know, I know what an advantage I'll have and how I up my chances for success if I'm going to be super fit and ready and emotionally ready for that experience. Well, so on the family side, I know you are a husband, you are a father, you are a uh, close friend to many. What do you? What are the habits that you employ to keep your family and relationships well? Well, I th- I see myself as like a climbing guy for my kids, like a coach, you know. So we're sitting around and constantly talking about, you know, what it means to be a team as a family. You know, like how do we support each other? How do I support these kids? And uh, you know, like hey, you know, because because you're kids, especially as they reach teenage years, they like want to make you the enemy. Right. And I constantly tell them like, I'm not the enemy. I'm your cheerleader. I, yeah. the, I want happiness. I want health. I want fulfillment, all those things for you. And you know, that's what I'm trying to achieve. And if I make a mistake as a parent along the way, no, it's, it's not based on bad intentions. I'm constantly telling my kids like I'm on your rope team and uh, I'm here for you. If I make a mistake as a parent, um, you know, like have the courage to voice that and say, Hey, you know, like my son, the other day I said, Hey, if you, um, uh, are able to, uh, make good decisions on your computer, um, then, 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 um, after that, do that for two weeks. And, uh, I'll say that you can, you know, you can play video games as long as you're, they're moderate, right. As long as you, you don't get addicted to them, you know, just a li- little bit of playing video games after your homework. Cause you know, kids love video games, right? So you, you can't say no video games, right? Cause that just, you know, then it's just unrealistic cause you know, in this modern world. So anyway, two weeks went by and I forgot as a parent, he was really mad. He's like, you never came back to me. And I said, Arjun, um, I, you know, I don't know why I didn't come back to you. Things just got busy, but, um, if you could have the courage to like voice that, you know, that would make me really happy to say, Hey, it's been two weeks and I've done a really good job. So let's talk about the next steps. I go, that would give me joy to know that you were courageous enough to communicate with me. So anyway, I think it's just constant. Um, I, the value is constant dialogue yeah. uh, with your kids. Is there a, is there other ways that you guys do that from a, you know, daily dinner together or consistent, uh, I guess, intentional time yeah. that you set aside? Yeah, we do intentional Sunday meetings where we talk about their week. And, 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 um, my daughter, you know, she's really independent. So sometimes she's sort of irritated by these <laughs> meetings, but we actually try not to do it at dinner because then dinner becomes just like an attack zone, you know, like, you know, you're missing your homework, you 
blah, blah, blah. And, and then nobody wants to come to dinner. So dinner is sort of like a, uh, a complaint free zone. (laughs) You know, we just try to celebrate and share our days and so forth and, and build those bonds. But I feel like as a family, you're really trying to build the bonds as a family, you know, a, a team doesn't just happen. A family doesn't just happen. You're really trying to stitch those bonds together constantly. So like, um, for Thanksgiving vacation, I'm going to take my kids canyoneering. We're going to go out to Utah and we're going to go try some easy slot canyons. I'll get a little bit scared together, challenge ourselves together, um, say no cell phones for a couple days. And, uh, and, and, and I think that's, you know, that, that can strengthen a family. I really believe in that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, the third one is mental, just the mental side of your life of keeping yourself, you know, educated, informed, growing sharp mentally. Uh, what are the consistent habits in that arena? Well, I, I'm really lucky because I get to lead a little small team. Uh, I touch the top team. I have five employees. So we're constantly talking and um, I'm trying to manage, manage things along and trying to sort of build opportunities. So it's in my face, whether I want it or not. And then uh, with my family, with my kids, um, they challenge me constantly. Like I have a hot tub, which is real luxury. And I sit in my hot tub, which is my office. And I think about the day and how I can, uh, you know, like, God, I blew it today when I said that, uh, you know, let me, let me try to work on that tomorrow, you know, constantly reviewing my own performance. uh, And then, you know, kind of making a commitment to do a better job the next day. Um, and then I work with my no barriers team and I jump out in the field and I lead youth groups and I lead our veterans groups. So, you know, the, the stuff that you're, you, you build up in your head that you think is, you know, uh, insights or wisdom, uh, you can see whether that's BS or not. As soon as you get into the field and you practice that and you go, okay, that's valid. I'm actually living it. You know, the team is living it, or maybe it just didn't hold together and I got to let that idea go. I love the statement, constantly reviewing my own performance. I mean, that's not, that's not a norm in our, in our culture, uh, these days. And it's a great, that's, that's a good charge for all of us. Well, all of us grew up like all of us, you know, you could, we could all see ourselves easily as failures, right? Because like, you know, everybody who's listening probably can point to something that they said in the last like month and just, they went and they go, Oh my God, it's so stupid. I said the wrong thing. Right. So, but that isn't permanent. Right. And, and so the only way to live and to kind of grow, I think, is to kind of renew yourself and to do it every night and just say, like, OK, tomorrow I will be a better person, um, even though I screwed up yesterday. Yep. Oh, I, I love that statement of renewal. I mean, that's, you know, that's straight out of my Bible, the, the charge to renew yourself daily. Such a little statement and such a huge uh, necessity for yeah, any kind of growth or success or positive. Yeah, I have a friend, and I'll probably butcher it, but he said, like, every moment of your life is this chance to do a redo. Mm-hmm. And it's like, God, when you think of it like that, like, every moment of my life is this chance to do a, a redo and do it better. God, that's like really releasing. It's really, it releases energy. Yeah. So, whatever we can do to create energy in our lives instead of depleting energy. Oh, that's awesome. Number four here. The next one is financial. What are the the consistent habits that you do or have done in the past to, to have uh, financial success or stability? Huh. 
Well, uh, this is one that's uh, interesting, and I, I'm no expert in this arena, but when I, w- I was a teacher, and I loved teaching. I could have done it forever. But I thought I wanted to climb the seven summits. And I will tell you, this, this is not an idea that uh, most venture capitalists would have invested in, <laughs> yeah. uh, a blind climber, blind professional climber. Um, but I did know I had some support systems. My dad, he said that um, he was retiring at the time, and he said, I'll help be your manager. So I knew I had a few good support systems and my wife believed in this idea and we didn't have any money, but my wife used her, uh, her, her life savings, um, which was $20,000 to get me started. Um, uh, and I was just going around climbing the seven summits and, um, and, and I didn't think so far into the future. I thought, okay, I can support myself maybe through speaking, through writing, uh, through maybe some endorsements, like Mountain Hardware was a sponsor at the mm-hmm. time. Um, but but somebody, honestly, like this uh, parent of one of the kids I taught, brought me into his office and he wanted to do some financial coaching. And he's like, well, what do you want to make as a climber? And I said, I have no idea. I haven't given it any thought. I don't know. I just want to be able to support my life, my family, and live very simply and be able to climb mountains. That's all I want. I am not thinking any deeper than that. Now, maybe that's a massive mistake, but uh, I've been doing this for 20 years now, and it was the best decision of my life. And I'm not telling people to go, you know, follow dreams if they're reckless, right? I mean, because, um, you know, you got to put food on the table, but, but, but uh, you know, I was able to, to make this work. And the way I make it work is, one, I'm very driven. I understand that, like, okay, I'm going to do everything I can under my power to make this project, project a success, physically and emotionally, I'm going to be ready for this experience. I'm going to train as much as humanly possible. And I will stand on that summit if I can, if weather permits. Uh, And then all the success, you know, beyond that is, you know, for every hour in the mountains, there's hundreds of hours. There's a hundred hours at your computer, writing to contacts, uh, looking for sponsors, uh, you know, all the things that we do behind the scenes to build the foundation. So I, I mean, there is a purity to what I do, but there's also a business and that's a sustainable thing that, you know, I've been able to think about, uh, in terms of, uh, making this go for 20 years and, and my business is only getting bigger. Well, so I got a question on that. So I understand. Yeah. So I, that first meeting with that guy who wanted to offer some financial coaching and you were pretty simplistic at that point. Yeah. Fast forward to today where you do have an organization, you do have things going, you do have things that necessitate, uh, they had the business side. I love how you said that there's a purity, but there's a business. I assume that that, uh, from back then that financial vision has expanded in order to, uh, support your yeah. growing vision. Well, as it turned out, like, you know, I, uh, be, because of the authenticity, authenticity side and being able to, uh, take the things I've done and be able to, you know, talk about them in front of groups in a way that relates to them. I've been a really successful speaker, so I've been able to make a good living. Um, the Wall Street Journal did an article a couple of years ago on me and some other speakers and said, you know, hey, he makes more money as a speaker in one you know session than an entire year of teaching. Mm-hmm. And I was taken aback by that. I was I was like a little bit aghast at that because I was thinking that, that's not why I got into this. But I will say that the beauty of making money is that I last year was able to donate a million dollars to no barriers oh my and, and fuel my vision for this organization. 
Uh, and so, um, so yeah, in that way, money is, a, is an amazing gift <laughs> because it can feel exactly the kind of organization and team and, and mission that you want to build, uh, in terms of the, uh, the, the contributions you want to make. But I, so I, I want to spend one more moment on that because we do have so many people in the audience doing so many things from a business standpoint, but we also have artists and athletes and people doing things. And you've taken this, uh, I was looking around on your social media. You mentioned this a minute ago, having sponsors like mountain hardware. And I saw recently a lot of press from you on the company paychecks was, is is sponsoring you. And so you have taken what you're doing and People are companies, not only people, but obviously these companies are coming and you align with what they stand for. And that is worth value to them. And you've gotten a pretty lucrative, uh, it sounds like uh, arena of sponsors and people that want to stand behind what you're doing. I opened the door to those companies to support uh, our veterans, to support our youth uh, and to be a part of this no barriers experience because I found that companies and teams well, they want to support good work, and they also want to bring this idea back to their own teams to elevate their own teams. So it's this great circular sense of elevation, uh, and we found that that equation is incredibly awesome. It's just this winning combination. You know, do good work, and then bring those ideas back to their team to fuel your own team's growth and the pursuits that you have. Okay, friends, quick pause here. You can connect again with Eric and get his book, No Barriers, at Touch the top.com. Now I've got two great services and offers for you. So in our world today, folks, it is impossible to ensure that you're getting all the needed nutrients into your body for great health. I fit nourish is a customized protein drink that's packed with all the essential nutrients you need. I'll be having mine just as soon as I finish this recording. Actually, I fit nourish. It's unlike any other nutritional shake. It allows you to personalize your mix while delivering the highest quality of fruits, veggies, and protein plus 25 essential vitamins and minerals. I got mine recently and put in my personal stats, what type of exercise I do, what I wanted to achieve like muscle gain or weight loss or whatever. And I fit nourish. They match to what what I need. They're passionate folks and picky about their ingredients. So there's no artificial flavors, no added colors, no preservatives and no fillers ever, which is an absolute must for anything I'm going to use. I fit nourish focuses on the basics of human nutrition. So every single ingredient in your formula is included for a reason and backed with extensive research. I can vouch that it tastes great. It mixes easily. I'm now going on three weeks of not eating breakfast, then having this shake with some greens all mixed up for lunch, then enjoying a nice dinner, really having fun with this. Uh, here is the offer for Ziggler listeners. Go to ifitnourish.com slash Ziggler for a free 14 serving bag of iFit Nourish Mix and a shaker bottle. It's hassle-free, 100% convenient. Again, it's ifitnourish.com slash Ziggler to create your unique mix today. Next, LinkedIn Riches. We've been talking about this, folks. This is what Ziggler Inc. uses. Uh, one of the favorite Ziggler quotes is to stop selling and start helping. And when it comes to finding potential clients online, few experts are as helpful as our friend, best-selling author, John Nemo. John's personally rewritten and optimized the LinkedIn profiles of our very own Tom Ziggler and Mark Tim with phenomenal results. In addition, he's personally rewritten LinkedIn profiles for Bob Berg, Chris Brogan, John Lee Dumas, 
uh, Jarek Robbins, and other well-known business coaches, consultants, authors, and speakers. As we mentioned before, John's extremely helpful, and he's taken the time to develop a free webinar that will teach you how to use LinkedIn to find, engage, and sell to your ideal clients on the platform. If you aren't using LinkedIn to meet new clients, or you are using it but wish you could get more leads out of it, this is the perfect starting point. So sign up for John's free training at linkedinriches.com slash Ziggler. Again, just like he's helped Tom Ziegler and countless others, John Nemo is ready to help you guys get qualified leads using LinkedIn. So sign up for John's free training today at linkedinriches.com slash Ziegler. The next one is spiritual. And in the last show, and folks, if you didn't uh, hear that, please go listen to it. But we got on the topic. Actually, it was Tom Ziegler who brought it up of faith. And that kind of it was a thread that ran through our talk of faith, but for some, from a spiritual standpoint, again, what are the, 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 the daily or the habitual things that you do in your life that bolsters the spiritual side of Eric? Well, I mean, I am a Christian and I believe in Jesus Christ. I, uh, I mean, just like the, you know, I, I read the Bible, but I am more of a searcher. Uh, I don't claim to understand everything. I think our lives and our journeys are a mystery. Uh, and I, I, I think, though, that, that everything we talk about in our lives, especially in this no barriers uh, life that we talk about, it's so much of it's predicated on the Bible, on faith, um, on the gospel. It's because it's, it, it, it's all about uh, darkness versus light. It's all about this idea of, you know, what we have inside of us that we're trying to grow, that we're trying to hang on to. It's something constant that sort of, uh, that we can use to blaze and, 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 and guide us through this storm. You know, I think when people use the word vision, you know, they, they, they use it in a different way. It's like trying to predict the future. Well, no, if life is a storm, you can't see the future. The, the, what you can shape is the thing inside and, uh, and no barriers. We call it the soul or the human spirit or, or the light or whatever you want to call it, it almost doesn't matter. But uh, you know, not talking around that thing, you know, understanding that it is a real thing inside of us that we need to all tap into. Well, so you think you saying that the thing inside of us takes me it's the, the, the front cover or the top of the back of your book, what's within you is stronger than what's in your way. And I know that's a big slogan for you guys. And it's an incredibly, incredibly profound statement. I, I actually, I want that t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> we'll get you one, okay. but there are, there are barriers out there. There's real barriers. That's what stops people, right? All those barriers that exist out in the world and in our own brain. So, you know, so, so that thing inside is the thing that, that makes that light burn so bright that it transcends those barriers, those very real barriers in the world. Uh, without that thing, um, you know, in the, in times of challenge will crumble. Uh, and so, uh, so, so yeah, I, I, I continue to be a searcher. Um, but, um, but when you go into the mountains, as you probably know, or you go into these rivers, you know, these places that just make you feel like uh, there's this eternal, uh, mysterious, beautiful thing that our lives are being compelled by. Uh, that's where I feel faith the, the, the most powerfully. Um, and, uh, 
you know, on the Grand Canyon, getting through some of these massive rapids and, you know, you, you hear this wall on the left with the waves crashing to your left and then this giant guttural hole to your right and you're just squeaking this line you get through and you've just connected with that with the river in this way that you know you you've almost lost yourself in the process yes and uh and and sitting on the beach later and just saying wow like that is the most powerful thing i've ever felt this 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 sense of ripping that crust away that we continually build up around us like armor trying to protect ourselves and letting that light blaze into the world and sort of connect with uh with that mystery and that's that, that's to me what you strive for it's there waiting for you i feel like mm, that's that's a, a clip in and of itself that, yeah and man i i uh, have a house up here yeah, not uh, too far from you as a crow flies at 9,200 feet. And, and I, I walk out and uh, I have this massive view of Pike's Peak and it makes me feel, uh, it makes me feel small and dependent in the most beautiful way. Um, yeah, you and, got it. Uh, yes, I, I love the statements. Well, uh, the next one here is career and business. And as we've talked about, you had your initial you know, c- career vocation of going after these pursuits. Now you run a business and you have staff and employees and a lot of moving parts and a lot of people involved, but for your own, uh, your own vocational pursuit, your daily, your daily pursuit, what are the things that you do that keeps things solid and successful and running well? Well, I partly know what, what I want to do at this point. <laughs> I just turned 49. So you get kind of closer to understanding right. the things you want to do and with your life and the time you have left and the things you don't want to do, you know, because it takes great sort of energy to make things happen. Yeah. So if you don't have energy for something, you're just kind of faking it and, you know, you might as well give it up. It's not for you. So I know the things that drive me, that give me energy, you know, um, and, and that is, um, uh, three things really my family. Um, so that, you know, and, and when I got married, by the way, I got married to my wife on Kilimanjaro Oh wow! and, uh, halfway up the mountain in the Tanzanian, uh, minister, he said, your life's like a wheel, you know, you gotta, the wheels gotta roll and you need a few spokes to hold the wheel up, but not too many. Uh, so I think about, okay, what are those spokes? I, every day I think about those spokes. I think about my family. Mm-hmm. I think about my, um, out my, my, my no barriers outreach. Uh, and then I think about my team and, and, uh, and, 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 uh, my climbing, uh, and, uh, and, and it's just three simple spokes that hold the wheel up for me. Uh, and, uh, I think about those all the time and, and I, and I try to not think about other stuff <laughs> because, uh, it's just that other stuff just saps you away. You only have so much uh, energy and almost only so much time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, the last one here is, is personal. And as we talk through all these other spokes, I mean, of course they are all uh, personal, but this is really in the frame of what do you do that just feeds your soul? The thing that may not be the out front, you know, pursuit for everybody else, but it's what Eric does to make you the best Eric you can be the things that uh, you've got to have that you're, so your soul's full. Well, I like to surround myself with people uh, because I see that light in those people. Uh, And so for me, it's about being around those kinds of people. Um, I, I think there are, 
um, simply put oversimplified probably is, you know, they're believers and they're naysayers. Now, some people, you know, they're just they're, the, the fear and, and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's so overwhelming in their life that they sort of, uh, they stop reaching and they stop thinking in terms of possibilities. I'm really lucky to be able to surround myself with people um, who, who, who still have faith and still think about possibilities and uh, so I'm constantly thinking about building my rope team in terms of those kinds of people. Uh, and so many of the people that have graduated from our no barriers programs um, fuel me every day. Paul Smith is a friend of mine. We get together and climb and hike together. He uh, was in Iraq. Uh, his mom was killed um, uh, when he was a young boy and his dad was overwhelmed. So he sent Paul off to military school and then Paul joined the military. Uh, he was really proud to serve. And then a, uh, an IED exploded and blew him up, burned him over 50% of his body. Mm. But he told me the, the real barrier wasn't the, wasn't the, uh, the, the physical stuff. It was the shame, you know, because now he's just letting down his whole team and that shame just built in his life and tore him apart, you know? And, um, anyway, on our expedition together, uh, we got to know each other. And he said to me, Eric, you know, I feel like I've squandered a lot of time and I, I feel lately like uh, I, I need a life of purpose. I need to create that. And since then, he, you know, as part of that expedition, he made three pledges. One was to get off painkillers, which uh, were hurting him. So he checked himself into rehab. And then two was to uh, get his family out of this really violent situation that was like tearing his family apart. And he was able to do that. Uh, he moved him to Colorado. And uh, his third pledge was to uh, climb one of our 14,000 foot peaks addiction free. And uh, he did that. So guys like Paul, I look to every day and I go, that's, that's who America, that's who America should be looking at. Like that's who we should be focused on. These real people that are striving and reaching and like doing some flailing and bleeding along the way, but have really wound up in a better place. And it's because of that human spirit. Oh, man, thank you. Uh, right there. What a great place to end. Thank you for your spirit that you um, have just influenced me with, that this will influence tens of thousands of people in this show right now. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for doing the work to bring us your anointing and your gift, Eric. Thank you. Nice to talk to you. Okay, friends, that was just incredible. Again, connect with Eric at touchthetop.com. And if you got some value in this show, please Tell us, leave us a review in iTunes. It's the greatest gift you can give us. Coming up next in show 506, we'll bring you some of Zig Ziglar himself, then a discussion from your Facebook comments that you guys give to me at my Facebook page at agentkmiller.com. Hey, thank you for letting me walk with you as we inspire our true performance together. 